If you were to kill, like, Deadpool or Wolverine, how would you do it? Shoot him in the face with a bazooka. He can grow his face back. Deathstroke can't. Yeah, Deathstroke can, but I didn't ask about Deathstroke. Yeah, you just said that. No, I said Deadpool or Wolverine. I thought you said Deathstroke. No, I said Deadpool or Wolverine. Oh, kill them? How would you kill them? I'd punch them in the face really hard. I hate you. They would die of embarrassment. They would die of embarrassment. Yeah, so punch him so hard, they're like, oh my gosh, he punched me so hard, it hurt. So your your plot to kill either Deadpool or Wolverine would be to punch them in the face and then have them die of embarrassment. Yeah. Huh. Well, after that, you know what's really making me want to die of embarrassment? The fact that no. this somehow, Did you some way, just is TMBC. Welcome back to TMBC. That was Pronoia by Strange Winds off the new album Subjective Concepts. I am, as always, your host, Jason, and up here in the watchtower orbiting high above the earth is Mr. High Speed Chase Anderson. What up? How's it going, dude? Dude, I'm doing awesome. Yeah? How about you? I'm, I'm doing pretty decent, man. What have you been up to? You know, awesome stuff. <laughs> awesome stuff like what, dude? Dude, the same thing I do every day. <laughs> Which is? Try to take over the world. Yeah? How's Just that been kidding, going? No. Uh, I've been riding dirt bikes. Riding dirt bikes all day, every day. How's that been going for you, man? It's pretty good. I actually entered a extreme enduro race. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. I How got I got the whole shot. I don't know if you saw that. You were busy with other stuff, but I was in the lead for almost a whole second. Almost a whole second, dude. Yeah, I hit up. Uh, there was this thing called the Matrix, and it's a uh, giant logs. Uh huh. Never done that crap before. So the first log, I hit. I'm like, yeah, screw it. I'm gonna go. I'm in front. I'm in front. So I jump over the first one, jump over the second one, and I hit the third one, and the bike shot straight up like a freaking rocket. <sighs> straight up above my head, and I flipped upside down. But, oh. yeah, anyway, I finished the race. It's a tough race. Um, I've only been riding for a little while, but it was, it was awesome. That's cool, dude. Yeah, so, no, I... It's my weeks. I saw the... I, uh, last week. <laughs> I saw the... the um, last half of that, you know, it was, it was, it was, pretty, it was pretty cool. It was... It was Pretty tight, but yeah, I, I didn't see the first part, so I didn't see you uh, in the lead, which is unfortunate. Yeah, You've yeah, not. it was only for a second. You, 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 you know, you have to pay attention and you see miss it. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I mean, you've you've now been in the lead in a in a race for exactly one second more than I ever have. So I mean, yes, that's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, dude. Uh, so we we both saw the, I guess. I guess really this was the biggest release of uh, of the week as far as movies go, wasn't it? This week, there was something else that came out. I swear. Was there something else that came out? I don't even know if there was, man. We, I don't know, but yeah, it was the movie. So the movie we're talking about is uh, is American Ultra, starring Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart. Um, I I do feel like that was the the big the big movie opening this last week. Um, I wouldn't say it's like a big movie opening, but no, it but came I think out the this biggest week. one, yeah. The biggest one of, of the options. Um, but what did you think about the movie, man? Dude, I told you once once we left, it was just, for me, it was hard to watch, man. Yeah. It wasn't what, like. And why the, was that? The tra- it doesn't make it like how the trailers make it seem. That's mm-hmm. not how it is. You, like, 
they try to make play it off as this like uh, pineapple pineapple express kind of comedy mm-hmm. with these two stoners that are like you know and he turns out to become a CIA assassin mm-hmm. and he doesn't even know it. For me, it was just you know Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart are pretty whiny actors, <laughs> and it's both of them stoned. Uh-huh. Just going, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on. It's, <laughs> oh, it's, what are you going to do? Are you going to kill me? Oh no. And he didn't even do anything cool. Like in the trailer, it's, it makes him seem like he's going to just like mob people up the whole movie without even knowing what he's doing. Uh huh. Like, no, I, like a little bit of spoiler here, but that doesn't it's really fine. happen until later in the movie, like kind of the finale scene. Yeah. Most of the time, he's just kind of doing stupid stuff, and then he'll do something cool here for a second, say a funny line, but. It was just slow, and I felt like I was waiting for something the whole time. Yeah. And it was, I don't know, irritating. The acting was irritating. I, so you you and I have, have pretty differing opinions on this, and, and not like wildly differing. It's just the thing, so some of the things that bugged you didn't bug me as much, but at the same time, some of the, the complaints that you have, I totally see. Um, the feeling of waiting for something, I definitely got that. Um, you know, I, like, I felt like I, the entire time was just kind of like waiting for something different or something big to happen. Um, something cool to happen, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, I like, first of all, the, the acting actually, I, I enjoyed, I thought it was funny. Um, and that's just like, that's, that's a spot that you and I differ on for sure. Um, but I mean, in the action was, was underwhelming for what the trailer sold for sure. Um, yeah. But I mean, the I think the last scene, the last action scene in the movie, um, was still pretty good, though. Yeah, that's what we were waiting for the whole movie. Yeah. Like, for what I was waiting for, uh-huh. that achieved about eighty percent of my expectations. Yeah, which isn't I don't know, which isn't enough for me to <laughs> be waiting that whole movie for that. Yeah. So, like, I mean, the movie was oh, kind of kind of two different movies. You know, at the beginning, it's kind of like this weird stoner love story where he can't leave um, town or else he gets really bad anxiety and he freaks out and he can't leave and that's mm-hmm. just like the CIA programming so he won't leave his hometown so they can keep him yeah. in one spot and then the second one the side of the half of the movie is just like uh, he they're getting hunted and it's really sloppy so like yeah. well, none of it makes sense like they've got some guy who's in charge of something who's not supposed to be in charge of something played by Topher Grace mm-hmm. who likes to say the F word and we have differing opinions on who said the <laughs> F word most but he really he really tried to say the F word and be cool but it didn't work I don't know <laughs> not I, for Eric Foreman I don't think it was him necessarily trying to to do that because I, I don't know like he's, I don't think he's not the most like bad a actor or character so I think no, he's not. He's not very hardcore, and, and obviously it is Topher Grace, and it was like weird for me. Like it was a little bit of a whiplash for me seeing like, oh wow, that's Topher Grace. But like at the same time, I didn't think he was trying to like do you know like like play it up. Um, I think I don't know. He's never he's never written. done that in a movie. Never sworn like that in a movie. Well, no, he hasn't. But it's I mean he's not the writer. Still, I don't know. He <laughs> he, he swore too much for that character, and yeah. I felt like he was the one swearing the most. Anyway, there's always characters like that that just like feel like one yeah. character is trying to be more f word saying than the rest. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, the movie is just kind of it felt sloppy. Yeah. Because like they shut down a whole city, are using mental patients as agents for some reason. Mm-hmm. For some reason. 
I don't know. Nothing made could sense. be a Suicide Squad type concept. Um, I think it was. What's so? What's interesting is is the you know the critics in large part seem to be in the same situation you and I are. So I, I mean, I thought it was good. It's a movie that I might watch again at some point. Probably not in theaters. Um, and I enjoyed it, but I it wasn't like it's not one of my favorite movies by any means. And then you didn't like it at all, really. Well, I mean, you know, you probably there were probably things you liked, but you weren't really enjoying it that much. Is that? No, nah, yeah, I, did, I just didn't enjoy it. I probably won't watch it ever again if it comes on TV. I'll probably change the yeah. channel. The so, and that's how the critics are, dude. There's there are a lot of critics that are like, yeah, this movie was great. They love it and everything. And then there are a lot of critics who are like, oh, this sucks. This is dumb. Like, this super like it's very divisive, man. It's it's like the the black and white dress or whatever where some people see black and gold or black and blue and other people see gold and white i'm seeing gold and white you're seeing black and blue yeah that's that's exactly what's going on here we've seen two different movies in our minds exactly one of them's kind of good one of them pretty much sucks yeah but it's all about perception i guess there there, so there was actually one other movie that that you and i both saw this did open the week before um straight out of compton man i forgot to tell you I, i saw that you saw it i saw it dude it's gangster, huh? I really liked it, man. It was a good one. Like for like a a true story kind of thing where it passes over years of yeah. these people's careers and lives. It was really good. I mean, to be fair, it was only what, ten years? Yeah, I mean it ended about ten years. The movie yeah, the movie took place I think over about ten years or so. Um I think it was eighty six to ninety four or five ish. Yeah, I think it was about ninety four because Easy E dying was one of the last things in the movie. Um yeah, so it had to have been ninety four. Um, yeah, no, it was it was like for the for not only the the subject matter, but then compared to like movies of the the hip hop biopic genre. Like, I've only seen one. I saw Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah, which starred Fifty Cent as himself. Yeah, and you know at the time, and I don't know if he's any better now. He was in Southpaw, uh-huh. but he's not the greatest actor, and he wasn't back then. No. Uh, that movie was all right. Yeah, well, and like I like for me, I think of it like you know, in turn, like compared a little bit to like Boys in the Hood or um, even in a way Eight Mile, and like which I haven't seen. I don't know why. Really, Eight Mile's decent. Um, but and and I mean, Boys in the Hood was a, a transformative movie as far as like what it meant for for filmmaking as a whole. But as a movie itself, it was. Uh, uh, I mean, I you know, kind of like they say in the movie, it was after school special type thing. You know what I mean? Like Boys in the Hood was was. I never saw that one either. So right. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Going going back and watching it, it's it's not quite as good as like, you know, you remember it being. It's still a good movie though. Um, but yeah, I just I, for for a cast of entirely for the most part unknown actors, um, you know, having basically for most of them like they had to cast them pretty strongly based on their looks rather than their acting. And yeah, which they did a good job. Sometimes doesn't work like in, yeah. you know, Jobs with Steve Jobs where um, Ashton Kutcher looks very similar to Steve Jobs. Didn't work out. Yeah. I thought it was an alright movie, but... Decent, but... Yeah, this one they cast them and they look identical. I mean, they cast Ice Cube's <laughs> own son who's not even an actor. Yeah. And you can you can tell that he's the the... Not the... I'm not going to say he's a bad actor because he's really good, mm-hmm. but he's probably out of all the other actors in the movie. Just doesn't have much experience. Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah, the worst, but he's still good. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I, I thought he was really good. And it's, I mean, he, he carried it pretty well. Um, but yeah. Then, it's kind of weird, though, because, like, you see um, 
Ice Cube, and he's really dark. Yeah. And his son is lighter skinned, but they look exactly the same yeah. almost. So it's like, it's like you're, you look like him, but you don't. I know. It's, <laughs> it's weird. Like, well, then, so I think, like, the dude that played Easy e I, I can't remember his name, but the dude that played Easy e was so good, man. I, I thought he was cool. the best part of the movie. Um, and I, I actually, I think he looks a lot like a former Chargers running back, LaDainian Tomlinson. And I really want him to play LT in some sort of LT biopic or whatever. But I doubt that I'll ever get made because LT is not like, you know, not not somebody with like this crazy not movie weird life. Yeah, he's just like he's a cool dude. Um, I mean, he's got some interesting stuff, but movie worthy is different. Um, but no, I, I loved Easy e You know, Dr. Dre, the guy that cast as Dr. Dre, fit the bill as far as like he had a similar look to Dr. Dre. But he was also like freaking tall like Dre is. Yeah. Except for the the voice, like in this one, they use the actual voices of the actual like the rappers music. for the yeah, music. Yeah. yeah, the real rappers they use their voices for the music. Yeah, and I don't know for some reason every time he talked and then they played his music, it just didn't match as well really? as the other guys did. For me, Ice Cube didn't match as well as anyone else. Like for me, that he was the one that stood like out. Ice he Cube. looks no, I mean for his voice, for his oh, voice, yeah, it, you there was a little voice. bit of whiplash. Yeah. Um, yeah, his but, voice uh, wasn't very Ice Cubey. Yeah, but no, I man, I loved the movie, and and F. Gary Gray, I think, is a great director. Um, you know, I mean, freaking, he directed uh, the the Italian Job. Um, freaking, what other movies did he direct? I think he, uh, oh, Law Abiding Citizen, and then Friday, which I liked that it showed Ice Cube writing Friday in the movie. Yeah, I did you know? <laughs> I think wasn't this the line by Felicia from Friday? I think it might have been. I, I read that somewhere. I don't know if it's true, but like once I heard that, I was like, that, oh, that's, that's dope. Because I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, this is where he got the bye, Felicia. Well, in that scene, um, yeah, that was that was from Friday, by the way. Um, yeah. But no, that, that scene in this movie made me laugh so freaking hard. Just that entire sequence of like, you know, coming out of the hotel room with the guns and everything. Well, and then the lead up to that, like he walks from one room. <laughs> he's already with a naked chick. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, he closes the door. It walks, was kind of an awkward scene because, like, he walks through and there's just there's like, like ten people having t- sex all over, and, chicks yeah. everywhere. And it's like it's a weird Whoa. scene. But then he's all like, right, yeah, he's walking through and like <laughs> he just you know grabs guns from under the mattress, grabs some dude out of the bathroom. Some you know like two people that were having sex just barely. He walks kicks out. him off the bed or something, <laughs> and then he lifts the bed up, grabs the gun. Grabs Easy out of the bathroom and he's got his pants down. It's like, <laughs> all right, so but, weird. I mean, they had to show that, I guess. But I'm uh, if they had to show, I'm glad they only did it for like one scene. Yeah, they didn't have any nudity anywhere else in the movie. That's Just, a lie. Oh, they they did. There Not were swimming much. scenes with naked girls. Oh, I wasn't looking out. Like around for the pool. Uh, well, no, like there were, no, no, there was kidding. one where the girl swims right over the camera and she's topless. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember that. There was a good amount. There was a good amount of nudity in the movie, but no, it was it was good, man. I I really liked it, and I mean, for F. Gary Gray, he's somebody who did like he compiled a bunch of um, like Ice Cube videos for um, you know like a collection. Same with some R. Kelly videos, Cypress Hill, um, a lot of hip hop stuff, and so it was a good a good movie for him to be the director of. Um, but yeah, man, I like how we're listening to like metal metal. <laughs> Guitar solo. I know. I almost did the hip hop instrumentals, and then I went with the metal just because of our intro song. Just 
because for whatever reason I felt like doing it. It would have been really appropriate if I had done like straight out of Compton or something. The one like you that. played right before we started the show. <laughs> we're listening to Dre's new album, Compton. Yeah, we were listening to Dre's new album. Well, like I was thinking of of playing um, the NWA song "Straight Out of Compton," but um, or yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, I just I decided not to for whatever reason. Yeah. We're not we're not true <laughs> hip hop fans, I guess. I guess or something. Um now so those those were the, those were the two kind of Okay, I got another thing. The person yeah. that looked most like the person they played in real life mm-hmm. was whoever that dude was that played Tupac. Yeah. That identical, Tupac dude holy crap. almost identical. When he comes in it's like it's like he's just Tupac sitting in the booth recording um Hail Mary. California. Or yeah, well He's recording Hail Mary and, and then, then, then they California, they show yeah. the beat. He says, check out this beat, Tupac, yeah. and uh, plays the California Lovin'. Yeah, that was sick. Oh, yeah. California Love. California Love. That one. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, that dude was, that was dope, man. They got to make a movie about Tupac and cast him, because I, I love Tupac. He's my favorite rapper, mm-hmm. as of you know, right, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been listening to him a lot, and... Uh, That'd be cool if they made a movie about him. That'd be sweet, man. I okay. So the guy who played Snoop, though, he, I I liked him, and like the the thing is, they I think they when they got to Snoop, they're like, okay, this guy sounds way too much like Snoop, not to cast him as Snoop. He looked like Snoop. He did not look like Snoop. Yeah. No. Have you seen pictures of Snoop when he was younger before he got the long hair? Yeah. Yeah. No. He just he doesn't have a similar face to Snoop at all. I think he looked pretty close. I think I I've seen Snoop he quite had that, a lot. Yeah, because I saw pictures of Snoop when he was younger, and I was like, because I thought, uh, thought the same thing. I was like, Snoop has long hair and like the big goatee. Well, it's it's not that. It's that Snoop has like a really gaunt face. A gaunt. Yeah, like uh, like meaning like his his cheekbones are very prominent. Like he's he's got a like a very skinny person face. Um, and and this dude just like didn't really match up as far as faces go. I don't know. He worked for it. Worked for me when I when I saw him. It worked. I like, and that's the thing is he sounded so much like Snoop that it was like, yeah, like there's, you know, this is definitely the actor um, that should play him. But like, it was, it was just kind of, I don't know. It was just, uh, I didn't, I didn't think his face looked super similar. But at the same time, he did a good job. So whatever. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm looking at him right now, even this picture, and he just he doesn't look that similar. There's a, no? a picture of the two side by side that I'm looking at, and I'm just I'm not seeing it. Um, but anyway, uh, those those were the two big movies, and so I think uh, the the big focus that that you know, uh, I guess this episode today will really mostly be on is uh, is the new seasons of of DC TV. Man, um, we've got so the in you know in this fall we will be having. Um, Arrow return for season four. The Flash will be returning for season two. Uh, Gotham will return for um, season two, and uh, we will also get season one of Supergirl. Um, I think Legends of Tomorrow is isn't debuting until the spring, if I'm correct. What? I'm not sure. I'm- I thought the season starts in like fall and ends in spring. Like, well, it, it kind of depends. Legends there's a lot. Of they've been doing a lot of weird releases lately. I mean, Legends of Tomorrow is the only one that actually has a trailer out right now. That's actually that is true. Um, so it's saying Legends of Tomorrow is saying 2016. So maybe it will start in the fall. But I, I remember hearing something about 
it being delayed. Um, really, that would suck. Yeah, but I'm not sure though. I mean, I, I could I could be off base on that. Um, I'm trying to find through CW's website right now if it's going to to be debuting. But I mean, overall, off of the the DC the DC shows that are going to be debuting in this uh, in this fall season, which one are you most excited for, Chase? <sighs> Shoot, man, I don't know. Because um, season three of Arrow wasn't as good as season one of Flash. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of cool stuff in Flash going on right now. So I'm going to have to say Flash. Yeah. Even though I'm super stoked for season four of Arrow because he's got the new costume. The whole um, show is being changed. Yeah. They got a new headquarters, which is dope. And it's kind of like a Justice League kind of like. That's what it Got a vibe like. to it. They got a huge. All the cases with the costumes, like a lot more. You, they only had two or three. Mm-hmm. Now they have a whole wall of them going down the... You're talking about Arrow, right? Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about Arrow. And uh, they got the round table in the front. I mean, I don't know if it was concept art, but I mean, it was. I think it's based it, on yeah, what that, they're that actually going to be Yeah, that looked like production, yeah. I think it was a production photo. But, but Yeah, so actually I'm super stoked for Arrow because yeah. of uh, those reasons and just to see they're changing him into the actual green arrow yeah. and they're actually going to be making him uh act like the comic book green arrow yeah. he makes jokes and he's which it's is a little bit more free flowing rather than like this batman analog yeah so i don't know how well that's going to work cuz i mean we've seen Stephen amell as um that dark arrow yeah. for 3 seasons now i don't know if it's going to how well that's going to transfer over him trying to be funny because he doesn't he's not a funny guy well, I think he's a funny guy. I just don't think he's a, a comedic actor. Yeah, that's um, what I meant. Like, yeah, especially with this role that he's had for three years. Like, it's yeah. not. I don't know if it's going to transfer well from. You know, I don't. I hope they don't change the show too much where it's not Arrow, but they change it just enough that it's like, oh, this is Green Arrow now. It, you know, yeah, the roots of the first three seasons are still there. But that's what I hope they I do. Know. I think I think what they may do is kind of use the the trip with Felicity as sort of this way of saying, oh yeah, like he's in a happier place now. He's kind of a different guy, you know, like because dude, season three was so dark with him with the flashbacks of being him torturing people. Like yeah. it's basically just him learning to torture people, and uh, the whole theme for the season three mm-hmm. was identity. Like, oh, who am I? Am I a bad guy? My mean, evil, good guy. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? I don't know. And it, it was just kind of, a, it was really dark. And that's the, my main complaint is it was like, oh, this is. And the whole Arrow team was always fighting. And it wasn't a team that's most true. of the time. Yeah. So that's just what I'm looking forward to is. And I'm. A brighter tone, not Flash status. Yeah, just, just more funny. Yeah, like a more quirky, a little more jokes, things like that. Yeah, well, just a little less. Everybody being pissed and crying all the time. <laughs> Seriously, dude. I I think, like, and this this sounds bad, but, like, I think, honestly, the thing that I'm, I'm probably most glad about, but at the same time, like, it kind of sucks, is that uh, Roy's not going to be back in this season, or at least not in a prominent role. Because he, the, I just don't like the actor. <laughs> he's, he's not the best. He no. has two emotions. One is intense. And he's always got to get his point across. And yeah. the other one is like that typical, like, hey, I'm good looking. <laughs> exactly. What's up? Well, the, it's uh, like. I came it's... up here to think you stole my idea. There's so many, like, just weird sequences 
like where you see Roy in the background, like observing conversation or whatever, and he looks weird. Like, do you remember his eyes? He's super focused all the time. So well, he's got that same look on his face. He only has one look. Like I'm staring at you weird. intensely. Freaking poor man's Channing Tatum is just so weird. And like poor man's Channing Tatum. <laughs> yeah, but like, don't you think though? Like he's just a smaller Channing Tatum. He looks like Channing Tatum. Yeah. He doesn't act like Tan- Chan- no, Channing Tatum. No, Channing funny, dude. And that's what I mean. Is like poor man's Channing Tatum, <clears throat> the one that doesn't have the skill or or quite the size or looks. But like, I it, do you remember Sarah's uh, funeral scene? Uh, yeah, she had like the small funeral, right? Yeah, she had the small funeral. In that scene, if you go back and watch that scene, Roy is sitting in the background with the weirdest craziest expression on his face the entire time like he looks like he just woke up there like he literally like all of a sudden was just standing in the middle of this funeral and had no idea what was going on like like he's the, trying to figure out what's going on yeah he's like looking he's around like, like where am i confused and like like what is he doing like yeah every scene he's in no matter if it's big or like Small, uh-huh. he has the same look of intensity. Is that like, yeah, like a really wide, 100% eyes, slightly intense. open mouth or 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 uh, jaw flexed? Yeah, yeah, super defined jaw. Jaw, he's got there. Yeah, I know. He's oh, yeah, he does the Channing Tatum thing of just flexing his jaw muscles all the time. Yeah, it's I don't weird. Know. He's, he's, a, he's a decent <laughs> actor. Oh, um, yeah, no, and I, I like the kid enough bashing on him. Yeah, I know, I know. He did, uh, he. He was kind of underplayed in season three. Yeah. Because he finally gets to be um, Arsenal. Yeah. And then he but just most gets... of the time, he's just kind of like, Arrow's like, do this, do that, go patrol. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, all right. He still has to be. And Arrow's then all of a sudden, B-word. he's all pissed because he killed a cop. Yeah. Find out. Takes a fall for Arrow and uh, disappears. Now he's gone. I so. know. I'm like, I have mixed feelings about him, but I, I'm honestly kind of glad he's off the show because, like, he, yeah. was, he was one of the elements of the show that really held me back. Yeah, because it was always the first two seasons is always um, Oliver by himself yeah. being cool, and this one's now kind of like they bust in everywhere they go. Yeah, exactly. There's no sneaking or doing. Just run. Yeah, it's like Frank Miller Batman every single time. Just bust in and just like, hey, we're here. Yeah. Well, and like honestly, Kay, if they were to like, <clears throat> if they were to all of a sudden, you know, now that they've kind of gotten rid of Roy, if they were to also do the same thing with uh, Laurel. I would love the show, like, because I, I already like it a lot and I follow it. Like, if they were to get rid of Laurel, I would absolutely love the show. <laughs> Dude, Laurel is a horrible <laughs> black canary, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, me, I I agree. Like, she has a police stick. I don't know whose idea was that. Stick, yeah. but fire them because that know. was stupid. She and the actress isn't. She doesn't know what to do with it. She just yeah. doesn't look cool, and she's just kind of like trying to become the new black canary. And speaking of funny expressions, you know mm-hmm. the the scene where or the episode where the new Vertigo guy is Count there. Vertigo. Yeah, the new one, and he sticks his drugs in her or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> she sees him as as Sarah. As Sarah. Yeah. And anyway, she gets all beat up, and then all of a sudden she's on the table in the uh-huh. arrow cave or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> and she sees I think it's either Felicity or Roy mm-hmm. as uh, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Dude. Oh my gosh, her face was hilarious. I was oh, dying. Really? It's all covered in blood, and her eyes are like wide open, sticking out of her freaking head. <laughs> and she's just staring, like, oh, oh. You can't see her face or her nose because it's all just like black and red blood. And it's, oh my gosh, dude. Really? <laughs> she looked psycho. It was so funny, dude. Kept showing it because she's like 
tripping on drugs, you know? Yeah, She's yeah. Like, oh, oh, and just oh. keeps showing the stupid expression on her face. Yeah, did you not notice that? I, I think I did, but, like, you watched season Whoa. three a lot more recently than I did. Yeah, dude. And so it's been a while. But, yeah, I just, I do not like Laurel in the slightest. I A lot of people liked dies. her better than the first Black Canary. Sarah? Yeah, I liked Sarah a lot better because, you know, she actually has training. It makes sense because season three, they kind of train yeah. all these, the normal characters in the TV show to become assassin killers within, yeah. like, a couple months. I and know. Thea is being trained by Merlin, which is okay. Yeah, with Thea, I'm okay with Thea because, like, it, and especially because it kind of paid off. It's like, okay, her and Merlin have been doing all this, like, this entire season, basically. And then it sort of pays off at the end where, like, Thea, like, kicks some serious butt, like... Yeah, and she does end up getting killed. Yeah. Like, she was in a fight with Rajah Ghul and died in, in, like, two seconds. Yeah. So, you know, but, like, Laurel, she's being trained by some boxer. Yeah, she's being trained by um, um, Nissa. Wildcat. Yeah, Wildcat and then Nissa for a little yeah. bit. And I was like, that none of that's enough training to become a vigilante. I mean, I Oliver know. spent five years training and then a couple more After years. After five years on a hellish island. Exactly. <laughs> I only say that every episode. Every episode. So I don't know if a couple months with a boxing trainer and then some assassin yeah. has daddy issues. <laughs> I know. I, I do at least like that Nyssa is Nyssa, like a random new made-up character and not Talia. Yeah. What is it? Where's Talia? Did she not exist? I, th- I, think, I think DC was kind of like, okay, come on. You can't quite rip off every Batman character. And so I think they were like, okay, you can have Roz. They, I mean, they kind of do, but, like, you can have Roz but, or Raish, but you can't have, you know, you can't have Tal. You can't make it, like, just the relationship that Batman has. Like, you got to change it a little bit. Same, you know, same with, like, um, oh, I, never, I had an example in my head and then I lost it, so I don't care. But Well, the, the listeners care. The listeners care, and eventually I'll bring it back up when I remember it, but I forgot it. All right. But, yeah, like, I don't know. It's, it's funny that way, but I like it because, like, I, I kind of like having that you know little twist to it you know a new character because like the thing with nissa is they could kill her off at any time and it wouldn't matter because she's not uh, you know she's not a pre-existing character i mean we're gonna have a battle between her and merlin because merlin is the new rage i can't wait for that which is kind of weird but it's kind of cool i like how they're kind of making up their own whatever continuity continuity continuity. i always mess that word you do you have a hard time with that i think this arrow is actually like earth too because he's in the same universe as Flash, who was in Flash Earth 2. Mm-hmm. You know, because this is when the reverse Flash comes and kills his mom. So it's Earth 2. Okay. I, I think I read looking at it that way. Okay. But, like, the, you know, Jay Garrick is going to be from the original Earth 1, right? You think? I think so. Are we transferring over to Flash right now? Yeah, let's go ahead and, I mean, yeah, that's a good segue. Um, I know, thank you. I work very hard on that. <laughs> but, like... Well, so, I mean, like, I could see it. Because, yeah, I mean, in the comics, Jay Garrick was the original Flash, but then the the Earth that Jay Garrick existed on was sort of, like, made into Earth 2 retroactively, even though it was the first one that was there. It was sort of... Because then Jay Garrick is later in Earth 2, legitimately. And so it's kind of like... I don't know. I think think this universe is supposed to be a changed universe because of what happened. Anyway... I mean, the arrow probably ends up being the same, right? Yeah, well, probably. Well, I don't know. It switches up. You don't know. Who cares? Who Just knows? go with it. It's time travel. <laughs> we already established. Every, we don't care. Every time we get into one of these alternate universe discussions, it's, it always ends the same way of like, nah, I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. I don't know. Who cares? There's <laughs> too much to try and figure out. But what I do know 
is they're going to be bringing back Harrison Wells yeah. from a different Earth. Yeah. Which is presumably the the, the other Earth that's... Earth OG? Earth, yeah. No, not <laughs> like... Uh, Earth 3. Yeah, the Earth that Earth whatever... Earth 52. The, I don't know, the other one. <laughs> Dude, you're confusing me here. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. Keep going. I'm I'm lost now. I forgot where I was going <laughs> with that. But, well, yeah, because we're going to be seeing different characters from Earth. Yeah. We'll call the one we watch Earth 1. We'll call it, so we'll call that the Arrowverse. Arrowverse? And then... The CW-verse. Fla- like Flashpoint, maybe? I, no, just call it the, C- that kinda the is, CW-verse. I mean, well, so that, so, so I guess, well, so we've got, works. we've got the Arrowverse that's the whole, I guess we can't use Arrowverse because that's basically the entire, like, that's what they use to refer to the entire CW continuity thing. Um, but yeah, I guess we've got, like, Earth, we could say Earth Zero is where all the shows take place. Sure, yeah. Right now. That's Earth Zero. Earth Zero. And then we got some other Earth that we're going to be getting different characters. Yeah. Including J. New Earth. New Earth. Yeah, sure. New Earth, Old Earth. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah. Well, so in the comics, they use they use New Earth as a term and things. So I just figured I'd, I'd keep it similar to the comics and say, say New Earth. All right. Cool. Well, yeah. we get all these new characters, including mm-hmm. Harrison Wells, I think. And then we'll be getting Wally West. And I think yeah. he'll be coming And from- Jay Garrick. I just said Jay Garrick. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jeez, man. You only said Harrison Wells in there. Okay, yeah, keep going. Wait, I and didn't say Jay Garrick. Yeah, well, he said I Jay said Garrick, and then, yeah, and and then we... a couple minutes later he said Harrison Wells and Wally West, and then I felt like People throwing People are tuning out right now. Yeah. Oh, and they're also introducing another speedster from the comics along with these new characters. Um, just quick. Y- so you, oh, just you, quick. you already heard that? Yeah, it's quick. Nice, dude. I just decided to say it quick. You know. <laughs> Jesse Funny. Quick. Uh-huh. Who, so most people, if you've been reading... The uh, New 52 Flash, you probably have no idea who Jesse Quick is. Nope, um, I do not. She was a character who, I don't know if she was introduced in the Mark Wade run of, uh, of the Flash back in like the 90s. She may have been introduced before that. All I know is that she was really brought into prominence during, um, during the Mark Wade run of the Flash, which is one of the best runs ever. It centers around Wally West, and it's freaking enjoyable. Um but uh no it's uh she's a great character and and I've only like I don't remember tons about her but she's um like her and her brother Johnny Quick oh she I'm looking it up right now who created them yeah so they were created in the um in JSA in 1992 was her first appearance um dude I was born in 92 yeah cuz she's the daughter of Johnny Quick who was a golden age character from like the 40s um but uh yeah, so she she was mostly just used, yeah, in that in that Mark Wade run. Um but she's a legacy character, so her dad is Johnny Quick and her mom is Liberty Bell, who was another superhero. Liberty Bell. Yeah, it's I know, clever, it's, right? It's cute. <laughs> it's hey, it's from nineteen forty two. Um when things weren't so serious. Yeah. So uh, the thing is like they're they're pretty much introducing like the entire like Flash family. I can dig it. They have two people missing now at this point. Max Mercury and Bart Allen. There are two other speedsters. Bart Bart Allen's from the future as well. He's from the future. And Max Mercury actually trains Bart Allen before Jay Garrick raises him. I think they'll be saving that for like season three or something. I hope. They got got to save some people. I know. know, They're pretty much blowing their load right now. Yeah, I know. There's a little, a little, a little more dirty than it required, but it, like it's like freaking holy crap, dude! We've got, uh, you know, Harrison Wells and Rip Hunter was just introduced, but now we've got 
uh, Jesse Quick. We've got um, Jay Garrick, Wally West. Like all the speeches. It's weird because like them. the Flash, and then they had the Reverse Flash, which was another Quickster. Yeah. And then did I, did I already talk about my one big problem that no, bugged me? You didn't. Was okay. Stick with me, guys. Okay. At the beginning of the season, when the um, he first notices that there's a yellow streak uh-huh. and there's a red one. Yeah. So he's like, okay, there's another speedster wearing yellow. And he sees him before he even knows about time travel. Uh-huh. He sees the reverse flash in a reverse outfit of uh-huh. his own, which he saw when he was younger, like 10 years ago. Why does he not question that this bad guy from 10 years ago has the exact opposite color suit that he has nowadays? Not like, wait a minute, hey Cisco, you designed this suit, right? Why does mine, the your design, look just like his from <laughs> ten years ago? It's a good question. I mean, you know, it could just be like, oh well, I guess this because the thing is, when he first sees the suit, it's just that firefighter's outfit, and it's got the the face mask on it and everything, and so, you know, maybe he's thinking of it more from that perspective. It's like, oh, we just tore apart this firefighter's outfit. That's true. Well, I didn't even know it was a firefighter's outfit. Yeah, they say that. They're like, you know, this, it's a prototype. It was way too expensive for them to use. But but the the great thing about it is it's lightweight and it resists friction. So they can, so the firefighters can can use it a lot better, which is why it stands up as, as yeah. The but they outfit. add the ear things and all the lightning bolts and the on the chest. Well, yeah. Then they add it. But he I'm even just saying, has the like the bad guy has that that's, same that's, logo on his chest. And that's very true. They just forget about that. It's kind of a comic book they, thing. Like, yeah, it's just oh, like, nobody oh, notices, and if they do, eh, screw them. Yeah, they. I think like they would have been fine if they hadn't screwed themselves by. Well, so how good of a glimpse does does he get in the show at, at Reverse Flash? Does Reverse Flash stop and stand and stare at him? He's staring at him from across another building, and then he chases him down. Remember? No, I mean when Barry's a kid. Oh no! He just knows he sees him, and he rem- and they figure out that okay, this yellow guy mm-hmm. is the same person. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. When Barry was a kid, though, how good of a look did he get at the reverse flash? He didn't get a good look at any of them. He just saw lights. There we go. So that's why he didn't challenge it. Yeah, but they figure out that this man in the yellow suit. Oh, so you're saying the when same. they see. Well, so when they see him, maybe they go, okay, he has a new suit now and he designed it after. Like, they, they have no way of knowing that he wore that same exact suit back when he killed Barry's parents. So maybe maybe they're thinking, oh well, he he did this just to mock us. Like he, he changed he, it up. Yeah, like he made a suit that looks like the reverse of ours just to mock us. Maybe that's their thought process. I mean, I guess that makes sense if you want to say that. Yeah. I mean, fan made theory. Of- there we go. It's it's a way of explaining it is all. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't explain it in the show. But- it doesn't. No, it's just subtext, and they're hoping you don't notice. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. No. But they never bring it up. Like, hey, do you think he's mocking us? Like, he's got the same suit. Yeah. Like, they never bring it up at all. Not one mention to, like, hey, he's got the same suit as me. <laughs> That's weird, right? That is, yeah. Never mind. No, Those it's, are my It's complaints. interesting. I think they hoped that, like, by Cisco going, oh, he just looks like a reverse Flash, that you'd be like, ah. Wait, I Wait, wait, wait a minute. Reverse <laughs> Flash? We saw him 10 years. I saw him 10 years ago. And he was wearing the same suit? That I have now that was made 10 years ago? No, later? you wouldn't have that conversation. You'd just move on. No, that, uh, <laughs> that's Barry Allen thinking, what the freak so, is going on? Here, so, but, so think about this, though. So we've got all these speedsters that we're introducing this season. There are also two characters that, toward the end of last season, were kind of big deals in our minds, and we've kind of forgotten about now. I don't Who do you know think those know. two characters are? I don't know. 
Vibe and Killer Frost, a.k.a. Cisco and Caitlin. Yeah, yeah, I know that. So that's I what I'm saying. It's like, how are they going to introduce all these people? That's so I many people. I, they'll be saving Vibe <laughs> for a little while. They probably will save Vibe for a little while. I don't while. know about Killer Frost. Maybe she, later on. Well, at the end of at the end of season one, there was that moment where she she goes all Killer Frosty for a second. In the little in the end montage, go watch it again. You'll see. Yeah, she's um in the future when he sees into the future. Yeah, and he sees a bunch of stuff. He sees Killer Frost, but, but he I has mean, no idea that it's the same girl. There's no way that they're playing that long of a game where they tease it once and then wait like over an entire season before they actually pay it off. Dude, I think they will. I doubt it, dude. It's a ne- it's it's a it's a serialized show. It's it's not you know like it's. It's CW, man. They gotta they gotta pay off quick to to keep their you know young young teenage. I think audience. they've got plenty of payoff. They do. Well, they they've got plenty of new things, but and not payoff. They know that the Flash is going to continue to go because it's super popular. People like it, and people like the for, the foreshadowing of different things. Yeah, I mean, but we've seen how quickly popularity can change on TV. You know, I like the following the following was super popular for the first season. It's already done. Yeah, I thought it was dumb. I never saw it. Yeah, well, a lot of people liked it, though, is what I'm saying. And, and the first season was apparently great, but then the second season, not so good. And I think they only made it for a short third season, and then they were done. Yeah, but this has a, Same with Hannibal. a strict, like, a huge fan base. It's true. Whether or not the t- TV show is made. Because people love Flash, people love Arrow. Yeah. I don't, not with this particular fan group or whatever, what do you, you want to call it? Mm-hmm. Fandom? Fandom? Sort of thing? I don't know, sure. For, yeah, I don't think they're going to be like, oh, I'm bored of Flash. Are That's you going to get bored true. of Flash? Oh, no. Season, the Arrow is, season three sucked, and everybody watched it, and I still yeah. liked it, even though it sucked. Yeah. Compared to the other two. Yeah, I, I didn't think it sucked, but it definitely was the worst season of Arrow yeah, so far. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. I, but yeah, I mean, for me, I, I, will watch, I will watch literally every episode of every DC, DC TV show, even Supergirl. I, will watch, I watched every episode. I was thinking of, about watching Supergirl. I don't know about that one yet. The pilot's not bad. It's better than the trailers make it look. It's like they want to try and copy the CW's whole take on it, but it's like not the same. I mean, it needs to be in the CW universe to fit, right? I don't know. I know they're and I, I wish I they weren't so I wish they weren't so sheepish about doing a crossover because I really like like it would be it would be problematic because then it'd be like cause since they've already shown that she, you know, that Superman exists in the Supergirl universe, then it's like okay, well, so if Superman exists in her universe and she exists in this universe, then does that mean Superman's existed this whole time in the Arrowverse? And nobody's even and nobody's even mentioned. Yeah, because then that could cause a problem. But at the same time, it's like just do it, you know, like just just do it. Like Supergirl and a Flash crossover would be fun. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to watch a couple episodes. Maybe the, I watched I watched the first season, I guess. Yeah. But I I'm going to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't make it past season 1. I wouldn't be super surprised not, either. I'm not very optimistic about it. Yeah. Just no. from the trailer. If there's if there's any show cuz you know, I'm I'm kind of like the trailers aren't selling it very well and and it's a it's a tough sell um unfortunately cuz it's just like the the you know, as far as the masses go and I'm I'm not saying that there aren't a lot of girls that like these shows, but as far as the masses go, it's hard to get, you know, it's hard to get guys to watch a, a wholesome, you know, or a relatively wholesome show about a female lead, you know, that's not like trying to sex her up or anything like that. And it's hard to get girls, you know, and especially the, the young, you know, like the early adult audience, it's hard to get girls to watch a superhero show. 
So you've got a combination of guys that won't watch it and girls that won't watch it. And so you're trying to maximize on the people who, who want to appreciate it. Did they have pretty good success with a show called Birds of Prey? No. That was not successful? Not at all. I just saw that when I pulled up all the rest oh. and it, it wasn't successful? No. no. Okay. Not in the slightest. It was a well, giant that, failure. Well, that's where you're coming from then? Exactly. You think this is going to fall in its footsteps? Because, yeah, Birds of Prey, and Birds of Prey was actually promising. Like, I watched it and wasn't terrible. Um, but it's just there wasn't that much of an audience for it because, guy, you know, it's the same problem. Like, it's not, it wasn't sexed up. And so guys are like, oh, I don't want to, I don't care about some, you know, tween drama, whatever. And then, you know, and then girls are like, oh, I don't really care about superheroes. Yeah. So it's like. That makes sense. It's a hard demo. I think from the trailer, well, for, from everything that it looks like, Supergirl, ABC is jumping on the superhero. CBS. CBS? Yeah. ABC is Disney, which is all the Marvel shows. I swear it's not. Anyway, sorry. You're good. Whatever, whoever makes <laughs> Supergirl. CBS. CBS. Sorry. You're good. They're kind of jumping on the superhero CW bandwagon. Yeah. They're like, oh, look at all this success. We're going to take one of the characters, which is kind of annoying because CW, you could have used those characters. Yeah. And they're doing awesome. But at the same time, it is. So Greg Berlanti, who is one of the producers on The Flash and Arrow, is also producing uh, Supergirl. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is, one, which is one reason why it opens up the possibility of a crossover is because mm. he, is, he is the producer across those, as well as Legends of Tomorrow. I don't know. It's right now, from what I'm seeing, I mean, it might be better. Yeah. I'd have to reserve more of my judgment for actually oh, watching it. Yeah. But right now, it doesn't look very promising, but I'm hoping for the best. I hope yeah. it works out, and I hope they, it fits into the CW universe or whatever. I, I agree with you there. That would be pretty cool. No, yeah, it'd be freaking awesome. Um, and, yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to just kind of wait it out and see. That's definitely so. Of all the DC shows, that's the one I'm probably least excited for. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and it, the again, the pilot was not bad. Um, oh, I never watched that. I forgot the pilot is actually out on the internet. Yeah, I never watched it. Yeah, not and not that I watched it. it I just know that it wasn't bad, of course. But I never mm-hmm. watched it. But it's not bad. But I never watched it. Sure, whatever you say, G. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I, for me, I'm super stoked for Legends of Tomorrow, and I'm, I'm excited to see the new direction of Arrow. That's right. We haven't talked about Legends of. Tomorrow. We haven't. What do you think about that? I mean, we have a trailer. That's the only one that we have a trailer for for the new season. Yeah. And obviously so, a bunch of characters who were thought dead are not actually dead, including Adam and, um, and Black uh, Canary. White Canary now. White Canary now. Yeah. Because she's, she's... It shows in the trailer she's coming out of water, so I think she is being resurrected. Well, and they, they've said that uh, Constantine Constantine's going to play a part in her resurrection. Oh, Maybe. So she's she's going to be in the Lazarus pit, but apparently they bring in Constantine, and that's how he comes in is to like kind of help uh, keep her sane because they're going to resurrect her in Arrow. Really? Yeah. So it looks like Arrow is going to be a backdoor pilot for Legends of Tomorrow, um, which is why I think it's going to be a little later. I think they're going to do a half season for season one or a short season for season one. So do like you know twelve episodes instead of twenty two of Legends of Legends, so that way they can introduce it in, like, January or even during the, the mid-season break that a lot of people have been doing lately. They can introduce it in the mid-season break from Arrow and then continue both shows through the rest of the spring. Because, I mean, first seasons very rarely get, you know, or, or at least they don't start with 22 episodes. They usually start with 12 episodes, and Gotham then it's determined... Got 16. Gotham got 16, but it wasn't originally 16. It was originally 12. Is it really? Yeah, and because mo- most series only start with 9 to 12 episodes, and then once they get you know enough ratings, they, the studio judges whether or not it gets a back 9. 
Well, no, Gotham got twenty two in the end. Yeah, I know. So, well, so that's what I'm saying is they they make the and it might have gotten it might have gotten sixteen initially, but they make the judgment throughout the season whether yeah. or not it's going to get a full a full rest of the season or a back nine as they call it. Um, and I think that's what they'll do with Legends of Tomorrow is just introduce it after you know on the break for Arrow so that they can boost the ratings for it since it's a new show the title's kind of weird you know. I got one problem with your theory hmm. is in the trailer when they introduce the Legends of Tomorrow team. Mm-hmm. Oliver is wearing his old suit. Does he like? I'm sure they'll fix that halfway through the season, or does he not debut the suit until halfway through the season? We'll find out because I, I mean, I, it's just the big the big thing is that the producers have already said that that um, you know White Canary is being is going to be resurrected in Arrow, and that Constantine will be helping out with that. And Constantine doesn't show up until like episode uh, eight, seven, or eight, something like that. Hmm. And so that to me, I says thought it was that, earlier because I did watch the panel. It, I could be wrong though, but yeah. it was it was pretty early on. Yeah, I, I'm not sure, um, but I know I feel I feel like it's not like at the very least until like episode five or so. But I'll look it up. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, either way, like I'm I'm excited, man, because first of all, I like Brandon Routh better than I like Stephen Amell or Grant Gustin as far as like the lead, you know, sort of the central character of, of any of these shows. Mm-hmm. I think Brandon Routh can carry a show a lot easier than the other two can. Um, but that's just me. I mean, what's 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 kind of intriguing you most about the show? It feels like it's bigger because they're traveling through time. They've got it's like a team. So they have all these other people that have been kind of created in the other two shows and they wanted to see him more, but they didn't have room for him in Arrow and Flash. So, you know, come up with this new Legends of Tomorrow idea, which I think is really cool because we get to see all the, you know, kind of like the characters that kind of got not thrown away, yeah. but like pushed to the side. Yeah. And like, oh, we'll save you for later. But, you know, Firestorm and Adam, I want to see them more because they're really cool. They're awesome, yeah. And we'll be able to get to see those guys in the Flash and the Arrow to come help every once in a while or something, I hope. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would love that, dude. I'd love some crossover, and I think Rip Hunter and, and Constantine would make great characters together. And then, like, just, yeah, like, having having all those weird, you know, like, the different aspects of, of the DC Universe. You've got, like, the grounded street-level characters like the Arrow Squad, and then you've got, you know, Constantine, the sort of the, the mystical-type character. Then you've got, you know, and like Ra's al Ghul also is sort of more mystical. Um, yeah, the whole season three kind of had a little bit more mystical yeah. vibe to it. And I kind of like that. Um, and I think they'll probably step a little bit away from it. But I, I like having them plus then the sci-fi characters like like the Flash that's sort of this weird sort of um, sci-fi. And then like uh, Adam who is, you know, a very sci-fi element type character. Yeah, he, w- he did kind of fit strangely into... Arrow, yeah. He would have fit better in Flash, don't you think? Yeah, but I think they need to add a little bit, just a little bit more of, like, the metahuman kind of, like, weird stuff in season in uh, Arrow. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, it is in the same universe. I think that's what they're going for. Yeah. But. No, probably. Like, they, yeah. Well, and, and, yeah, I think that's, yeah, obviously what they're going for. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it'll be interesting to see how much, like, you know, crossover that the that the seasons do have. Because, I mean, like we saw with The Flash, you know, uh, they they do try to cross over at least two episodes every season with Arrow, you know, or at least That's enough for season. me. I don't know about yeah. you. 
Well, and I'm wondering now that they have three shows, you know, how they're going to do the crossovers. Like, is are each of them going to cross over once with each other, or are they just going to pick a show to cross over, or do some sort of weird triangle crossover where one crosses over the other, that crosses over the other, that crosses over the other? I hope it doesn't get too complicated, like, the, you know, the whole comic book thing where it's, like... Super crossovers. Yeah, it does, because for me, I actually watched Flash the whole season before uh-huh. I even watched one episode of Arrow season three. Uh-huh. And, uh kind of gave away some stuff because i'm like oh hey black canary obviously she's black canary now and she's got the canary cry yeah and i I feel bad for that actress for having to actually do the yell like she's yelling (laughs) she looks so (laughs) awkward like like that's gotta be embarrassing because she just looks bad doing it like ah mouth wide open yeah that'd that'd be (laughs) it's kind of funny i can hear them we want you to scream but not scream just look like you're screaming just look like you're screaming um all right. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. So here we go. Arrow, I'm... So a couple of things. First of all, the um, the Constantine crossover is in episode five. Five? Episode five. Um, and Arrow returns for season four on October 7th, uh, followed by the... F- or uh, preceded by The Flash on October 6th. So if we're following that out, let's see. One... So episode one, episode two, episode three, four, five. So November 4th is when the Constantine episode happens. Um, Legends of Tomorrow is expected to air in early 16. Early 2016. Early 16. So probably after the mid-season break. Exactly. That's that's what it looks like. I'm, I'm willing to bet you they go January. Hmm. I mean, that's... All right, I guess. I mean, I was hoping more for, you know, have them all at once. I, I was really hoping for that, too. Because I was stoked. I'm caught up on everything on uh, Flash and, well, not constant, yeah. apparently. But, you know, my DVR is going to be full every, I know. every week, dude. I'm like, yeah, I'm watching Do this you... one this day, this one this way. I know. Well, and, and like, so Supergirl and Gotham are going to be on the same night, which sucks. Um, in the same Gotham. time slot, I believe. Yeah, I'll watch Gotham, but I'll be recording. Uh, well, I watch everything for, through Hulu, so. I'll just watch them on demand the next day. Um, I, that's the other thing I'm wondering, too, is, like, which night did they put Legends of Tomorrow on? Thursday? Did they put a prime time? I don't know. It's got Because, it, I mean, that's tough, man. If you're putting Legends of Tomorrow, a brand new show with, like, side characters, basically, you know, characters that people aren't super invested in, if you're putting that on prime time against, like, all the other top shows on network TV, that is tough. Like, that's hard to keep that show going. You know what I mean? Because it's just as far as ratings. Well, yeah, I'll watch it, too. I think for this fan base, I don't think they watch any other shows, do they? Well, I don't. There's, well, because there's a lot. I mean, like, that would that was the night that Breaking Bad was on, for instance. I think that's the night Walking Dead is on. Um, plus, they've now got Fear oh, okay. the Walking Dead to deal with as well. Like, That's true. I can see people watching those. Yeah. I don't watch them. I mean, I watch Breaking Bad, but that was yeah. afterwards. Well, yeah, and I, I binge watch Breaking Bad, you know, on Netflix. Exactly. Um so yeah, I like man, if they like if they were to put the flash on Thursday nights, I wouldn't be worried at all. It's like, oh yeah, it's the flash, like it's it's gonna kill it. But like this brand new show with all these arbitrary like and, and it's I think for mainstream audiences, for people that aren't, you know, like us and people listening to this show who aren't like following it, I think for mainstream audiences it's gonna be a tough sell. Maybe they'll wait until see whatever move whichever T V show is doing the best. And then maybe move that one after the mid season. Yeah. I don't know. We'll I don't have, know either. We'll have to see. We'll we'll have to see. But I I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm stoked. I can't wait for all the all the crossovers and and I mean it's there's dude there's no better time to be a DC fan. It's true, man. I just started barely being yeah. a DC fan and 
We got some cool stuff. We got man. <laughs> cool stuff. We got five TV shows that are going to be concurrently running this upcoming, you know, fall and spring season. Five. Five. We got Supergirl, Gotham, Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow. I forget about Supergirl every time. I know. Um, but <laughs> then, you know, we'll also first of all, NBC has that you know comedy that's that's in the works. Um, and then, I mean, you can also count like Constantine was there last year. Um, but then we're gonna have you know all these movies coming out next year as well. So in the spring, while these shows are running on the seasons, Batman v Superman freaking comes out, and the next fall, Suicide Squad. And all the while, like, we're hearing this talk of, like, George Miller coming back to direct a DC film finally after waiting eight years for it, you know? Like, there's, it's so awesome. It's going to be a good year. And we're getting, like, you know, no continuity restrictions on the comic books right now, so people are able to tell the craziest stories they want to tell, and... That's what works, man. Man, being a DC fan's good. It's, it's real good. I think uh, we got one more, one more show to talk about. Okay. Which is uh, Gotham. Gotham, which is the, actually the first show I have ever followed, followed and watched every week. Really, and uh, first show ever. First show ever. I've never wow. actually followed a TV show. Actually, I kind of did in Teen Titans. Uh, oh yeah, when they Teen had Titans was good. Slade. Yeah, I only yeah. watched that for a little bit. I watched. I waited a couple weeks to see how that turned out. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I watched this from episode one to episode twenty-two, whatever wow. the last one is. Yeah, and it started out great, but kind of turned into this. Uh, look a new villain. Look a new villain every episode. Sort and of like, villain oh, look, of the week type a thing. Pre villain <laughs> of uh, whatever Bane uses his the vapor they did. Yeah, it was. It wasn't the weird. juice that he shoots into him, but it was like the pre that. Yeah, the pre venom. Yeah, viper. That's what it's called. It's a viper. That's right. Yeah, um, that was so weird. So and it was really cool, and I was stoked. Uh-huh. And then. It started, I don't know, with Fish Mooney. I hated Fish Mooney. I hated Fish Mooney. I'm, I'm so glad that she's not going to be and around. It just seemed messy by the time the last three season, th- three episodes, they stopped making them for a while, and they were like, okay, we got to get everything ready yeah. for the finale. And uh, I don't know, it was just kind of disappointing. Fish Mooney, spoiler alert right now, Fish Mooney, have you seen it? Yeah. She falls off a building yeah. and dies, and I was stoked, but it was dumb. Yep. And, you know, they had some really good stuff with uh, Cobblepot being on both sides, oh, which yeah. was amazing. I love him. But, you know, it just got messy, and there was two different stories go- uh, going yeah. on with Fish Mooney somewhere else for some reason that I nobody cared. I didn't care. And when she came back, she didn't really do much. Yeah. And if they, I feel like if they, if they focus, if they kind of, like, zoom out a bit and bring up Penguin, Riddler, Gordon, Falcone... And then, you know, I guess you can still have the through line of Bruce Wayne. If they just focus on that main, those main elements right there, I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. Now that Fish Mooney's gone, we won't have that mm. an annoying, crazy girl. I don't know. I, I didn't like her at all either. You're not alone she on that. She was irritating. Like, she was trying way too hard to be. <sighs> yeah. They gave her yeah. too much screen time, too. She didn't do anything with it. Yeah. I think. And oh, no, I agree. At the end of the season, I was like, I wouldn't be mad if they didn't make a season two. Yeah, but you know, obviously it did good enough. Everybody liked it. Yeah. Well, and, and the uh, thing is, they made they made so much money on that show just off of selling the Netflix rights. Did you hear how big the deal was for the Netflix rights? No. The most money Netflix has ever spent on on the rights for a TV show. Really? How much they spent? It was like I can't even remember the big number anymore. A big number. Yeah, I'll look it. I'll look it up while while you keep talking. But like, it was it was pretty keep huge. Keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> but 
yeah, the this new season is called The Rise of the Villains or Villains Rising or something like that. So I think they're just going to be going, you know, for the villains starting to become more wearing costumes kind of yeah. thing. I don't know if that's what they're, they're meaning. I heard a rumor about that. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. It looks, I mean, the trailer looks interesting. Yeah, the Joker or whatever, if that's the real Joker, uh-huh. he looks like he'd play a perfect Joker, but I don't know how, if they're actually going to, do you think they're actually going to make that person the Joker? Because Joker has an ambiguous past. Yeah, and, I, and that's the thing is, I don't think they will ever cross that line of definitively saying that he is the Joker. I think they'll probably play it pretty ham-fisted where they, you know, make him very, very Jokerish all the time, but I'm sure they'll kind of, because just like in season one, they had like two or three other people that were like, sort of a little tease to the Joker type thing, you know, like the stand-up comedian. Um, I bet they'll still have things like that where we've got the super Joker-ish kid, but then like, oh, but then there's that little scene there, you know, kind of like the Red Hood gang as well. Like, Yeah, but I think that people that, the person that tells them, have you seen the trailer? There's a person that says, I like the laugh. Yeah. should use that more. He could be a part of the Red Hood. Yeah. One of the Red Hood people. Yeah. So, and they, they play it out pretty prominently in the, in the preview that, this Joker is going to be pretty big. Yeah. Or, but I, I was on the IMDb page and mm-hmm. I looked up the actor mm-hmm. and it says he's only in five episodes in 2015 and they're going to be doing another 22. That's still, that's still a good amount of episodes for a, for a, you know, for a, for a character like him. That's true. But I mean the, the way he, they dress him up and make him look mm-hmm. and act mm-hmm. is like very straight Joker. up hundred percent Joker. Yeah. It is, and I'm excited to see it because I, I actually do like him. His face still kind of bugs me. I don't like his smile, but I like his laugh. He's, I think he's got a pretty good smile, yeah. like crazy, creepy smile. He is crazy and creepy. It's just like, I don't know, sometimes it looks, I don't know. There's something about it that bugs me, and maybe it's just because I'm a ginger, and like ginger faces just bug me because I see mine, and I'm like, ugh, but I don't know. <laughs> You're not a ginger like this dude. This dude has He is way more ginger than I am. Glowing yeah. red hair. Yeah. And When I shave my beard, I'm barely ginger. Yeah. It's, it, my beard brings out the ginger for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I I like him for sure. I uh, and the, I'm not trying to say anything disparaging. I'm still not like 100% sold, but um back to so the rights, it's not the most expensive show that Netflix has bought as far as per episode rates go. Um cuz they bought the blacklist for 2 million dollars per episode. What? Yeah, they bought the rights to the blacklist for 2 million dollars per episode. Shoot. Just just the airing rights, you know. They don't own the show. They just have the streaming rights to it for that much. For Gotham, they spent $1.75 million per episode. Dang, But dude. Gotham ended up getting 22 episodes on that season. That is a lot of money. That is, that's like $35 million. For a season. Yeah. Dude, Netflix must be making bank if they got oh, money yeah, to spend. Are. Dude, Netflix, Netflix is the, I think at this point, they are worth more than HBO. Sick. Yeah, I mean, well, and, and you can even tell in their in the production quality of their original series, like House of Cards, you know, Orange is the New Black, Daredevil. Like, you can tell in the production quality how much money they're making <laughs> that they can spend that much on these. You know, not only the actors, but then the quality of the shows. Like, I like it because we're getting sick shows out of it. But Netflix. I kind of wish I kind of wish some more of that money would be like going over to the Hulu end of things because then maybe Hulu would be like, hey, let's get some DC shows on here, make them more like the Netflix, you know, because then we could get like a hardcore DC show, like that'd be cool, you know, like if we had uh, like a Deathstroke show on DC or on uh, on Hulu or something like that, you know, just people getting murdered, straight just people out. getting freaking murdered, just they murdering. Do, they do need to have like a like a rated R TV show for yeah yeah like an HBO or a, or a Netflix or a Hulu or whatever for DC. 
Well, here's to hoping. I know. I've always thought that Teen Titans would be a great HBO show, but anyway. And not for like... They'll new. be on TNT, right? They will be on TNT. It's, it's been seeing delays, though, and we probably won't see it until... Uh, and a name change to something weird. Yeah, like Blackbirds or something like that. Which I'm totally against, because it's yeah. dumb. I want to see Titans. It's be Titans, yeah. They don't exactly. understand what they're doing. They really don't. Like TNT, it doesn't seem like TNT really understands what they're doing with that property. They're just trying sucks. to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. Well, because like when you think about it, if if CW had the rights to like do the Teen Titans, they would be doing the Teen Titans so hard because that's their freaking audience. Is like you know teenage like teenage drama Dude, is their thing. I love Teen Titans, and if they were to make a, a really good show that was in the CW universe, oh, man, that'd be that'd awesome. be awesome. All they would have to do is just take just like they did with the cartoon is just take the the Marv Wolfman and George Perez run from the nineties and just. Turn those into scripts. Yeah, throw in Wally West. Yep. And we can throw in even like Robin, one of the Robins and yeah, Nightwing. Yeah, throw in Dick Grayson, dude. Absolutely. Throw in, because he's, he's Nightwing by the time that they do the Marv Wolfman and George Perez run. Like, yeah, throw in Nightwing, throw in Starfire, Beast Boy, Cyborg, throw in the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, it's just hard for like backstory for a lot of those characters, especially the Batman characters. You can explain it pretty quick. Because, I mean, people picked up the Teen Titans comic and they're like, oh, yeah, cool, whatever. No, I'm saying. Um, to fit into the universe of Arrow. Oh, the Arrow universe. Yeah, no, yeah. What I mean is, like, if they had that show, like, if they had started with a show like Teen Titans, I'm sure if they had had the rights or, or been able to or whatever, they would have. Like, because dude, then everybody will be expecting, well, maybe Batman at least true. a little bit because, like, oh, they got Robin. That means obviously Batman exists if Robin exists. Well, and they could probably do the Supergirl approach of, like, yeah, maybe he shows up a couple of times in, in little glimpses or something like that. But the thing the thing about the Teen Titans books is, like, it takes place in a different spot. You know, like, either San Francisco or New York was where Teen Titans always took place. It's like, Batman's not there. Like, he's he's out in Gotham doing his Gotham thing, and, and Robin's out here taking a break, you know, being able to be away from Batman. And the concept was always, like, teen, the Teen Titans got together on the weekends, you know? Yeah, I think I remember that because I, wa- so. I read the first issue of the well, the run you were talking about. Oh yeah, the, did you read the whole first volume? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's the the Jeff Johns run when they had Bart Allen and Tim Drake and all them. Yeah, the new awesome Teen run. Titans. Yeah, the new new Teen Titans. The, yeah. So well, they're they had, like, hey, we should totally do this. It'd be fun. Yeah. They're like, we got to get the band back together, and then like the 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 new Teen Titans. So there was <laughs> super complicated. The original Teen Titans, just the the five. There was Dick Grayson, Wally West. Um, Garth, who was Aqualad, um, Roy Harper, and uh, um, did I say Wonder Girl? Donna Troy? I didn't. So Donna Troy, Wonder Girl. Those are the original five. What about Cyborg? So then you had the new Teen Titans, which was in the 90s, and that was when Cyborg, Beast Boy, Starfire, and Raven were introduced. That's right. I think I remember that. So they're the new Teen Titans, and that's what the animated series is based on, is the new Teen Titans. That was Marv Wolfman and George Perez. And then in the early 2000s, the was new, the new, new New Teen Titans, or they just called it the Teen Titans. Is it not Wally West? It's Bart Allen. Right? It's Bart Allen, yep, because Wally West right. by this point is the Flash. That's right. And then Dick Grayson isn't involved anymore, but then what happens is the New Teen Titans become the mentors. You know, the ones who were younger in the New mm-hmm. Teen Titans run become the mentors, and so you have Starfire, Cyborg, Beast Boy, and then eventually Raven coming in and sort of mentoring these these young kids. I'll have to finish that run because I, so I really like that one, actually. It's one of my favorite comic runs of all time. And, I mean, as evidenced by the fact that I have it, all of the volume, all six volumes in trade and the entire volume coll- or the entire collection in hardback, it's, it's really good. If anyone, like, if anyone wants some good freaking books to read, read the early 2000s Teen Titans by Jeff Johns. Uh, art was, for the most part, by Mike McCone, but there were a few other artists in there. It was a great run. Superboy, 
What's Wonder the art Girl. I like? I like that art. Yeah, it's real it's good. good. Very comic booky, but very detailed. Yeah. It feels yeah, because like it feels sort of like a classic style, but detailed, and the coloring was a little more modern. It was and bright, dude. Yeah, lots of bright colors. Yeah, so it was fun. But anyway, that's uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up for the episode. Chase, do you have any other? Stuff you want to talk about before we? Uh, I, leave? I think we covered everything. I mean, I probably missed a bunch of stuff. Of course, as I we have always a do. List in my head. I should write this stuff down, <laughs> but I never do. Should. Cool. But yeah, and um, oh, and if you're any of the comics that we've uh, reviewed so far on the show, and any of them that we will be reviewing um, going forward, if you're curious about buying those, and even um, the movies like the Blu-rays and stuff we talk about, um, if you're if you're wanting to to pick those up or whatever, we actually have a, a store link on our website. Uh, it's an Amazon portal, so if you click through our website under the store section at thatmightbecool.com, and and uh, and you know go and and buy your movies or comic books that way, then we'll actually you know it'll it'll help us out a little bit with our uh, with our operating costs here. Amazon gives us a, a nice little penny for it, and and you don't have to spend any more on it, but we get a little reward. So if you feel like doing that, then that's freaking check out awesome. our website and too. we love it's you. Dope. Yeah. That might be cool.com. You can see all of our podcasts, all of our social feeds, our store, and then our YouTube, which currently only has one video, but uh, that will be changing very soon. Yep. We're starting up a YouTube video channel. Woo! Yeah. So. Starting out, it'll just have funny little segments from, from the podcast we've already recorded, but once, uh, once our video production is all set up, then, uh, then we'll be coming at you with some nice, fun, quick, little, great videos, and we'll have all sorts of stuff from gaming to comics to movies tv we'll be we'll be covering the whole ball of wax we've got right now about uh i think uh seven committed uh contributors for our youtube channel once it gets off and running sweet so we'll have a lot of stuff coming for you and that'll be that'll be coming down the pipe but uh just sit tight we'll we'll have it ready for you yeah and thanks for thanks for joining us on the og tmbc og baby